Hi, Carl here, relationship entrepreneur. And again, thanks for uh, tuning in and listening to my podcast. And thank you for those of you that uh, have been listening so far and literally can't believe that that, that you've been um, even in introduction uh, audios uh, that um, people from, from all over the world. So it's, this is incredible uh, platform to, to, um, to, 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 I guess, share and contribute on. So thanks for listening. But this this podcast I'm now going to just do a recording on is I, I kind of really wanted to focus on. So, so for those of you that are, I, I guess are in a uh, let's call it a, a a business to business or business to consumer or in effect some form of human interaction. So where you know you're dealing you you work for a company whether it be employed or you run a business or part own a business. And whether you're dealing with direct to cut to customers or you're dealing with wholesale that then is also then dealing with customers and so on, uh, the, the whole raft. But in effect, that kind of interaction and just some things that I kind of learned more recently uh, that, that's really kind of um, kind of highlighted this where isn't it interesting that a lot of us focus on the the exit the outcome, what you need, what you want, information you need, and you and you project straight there very quickly. And when someone does that to you, how do you feel? So if somebody calls you up and says, hi, uh, hi, 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 John, how are you? And uh, I need this. And they go straight to what they're asking. You kind of don't really feel the bothered you've been taken out of how busy you are that day they're not really necessarily recognizing who you are as an individual um respecting kind of that you're busy and they're kind of demanding that they that that you have to sort of uh, service them over and above anything else doesn't really feel great now appreciate it everyone's busy we've got lots of things going on everyone has family life business work commitments targets to hit and so on so these are really these are real real situations, but if you're honest with yourself, uh, how often on a weekly basis have you targeted or scheduled in time where you're focused on building the relationship, not on the outcome? It's just a question that I kind of ask myself, and starting to. Not saying that I'm perfect at this. In effect, I doubt anybody will be. But it's something to kind of catch yourself out at. You know, are you focusing on? You know, when someone sort of says, "Oh, how are you?" and before you've had a chance to even acknowledge the question, they're they've moved on and they're they're talking about something else. They have. They're not really considering how are you. It was just a. It was just part of of a sentence. But if someone said to you, how are you? And in a very quick world, you say, oh, uh, yeah, I'm okay. And then they say, no, no, seriously, how are you? How's your, how's your week going? How's your day gone? It kind of almost makes you look back twice. And then you are compelled to give more of a detailed answer, regardless whether it's good, bad or indifferent. It's sometimes there's time out to focus on building the relationship. And I think this will go... I think if it's genuine, it's sort of out of context. Of course, if it's a cold call, clearly this is. But uh, clearly, this can work certainly um, in the early do- in the early days for sure. But either an established relationship and or new ones, but certainly with established relationships, you know, don't assume that everyone's okay, everything's okay. You know, take the time out; it will pay unbelievable dividends. Whether it be suppliers, people that work for you, bring services to you as an individual business, people, you know, family, uh, children, wife, husband, partners, whatever. Uh, I think sometimes, you know, if we just focus on, you know, the relationship in supposed to the outcome, the outcome will always be so much more deeper. You know, uh, it's just natural. You think about when people have done that to you, when it's in context, obviously. Um, but when someone genuinely does that, um, this has happened to me this week twice, where I've literally gone, I'm compelled to be on the phone for 25 minutes, where I would have normally have just wanted to be on there for no more than two or three. It's, someone's genuinely paying an interest with no particular outcome. 
Now, I know obviously you've got to be able to engineer that time. But anyway, I kind of wanted to pass my thoughts out. It's just something really for you to perhaps uh, think about. It's something that I'm thinking about and it seems to be really, really working in both the commercial sense and personal. So just a bit of an exercise, really. Um, so in effect, focus on a relationship with an individual, not the outcome. And I think you'll find the outcome will be a lot more positive. At least you're probably, I think, certainly in a sales environment where you're, you know, there's lots of, you know, find the yeses and, you know, identify the noes and deal with, you know, pre, you know, pre-framing as opposed to reframing and all of these kind of um, acronyms, acronyms. And for those of you that are not in sales, you know, pre-framing is, you know, um, where there might be an objection that's that's a typical objection. Oh, I'm going to think about think about it or I need to speak to my husband or partner or wife or I need to speak to my director before I can make a decision or you know all of these typical objections that come at the end of of a, of a sales presentation that you're re you're pre-framing so you know that's going to come up or there's a high chance and you're wrapping that into a positive in your presentation and so but at the same time if you're in a sales environment just take the time out on a weekly basis to ask how they're getting on, how the business is going and how can you improve their week? Just how can you improve their week? Forget any outcome to you financially because it will pay dividends. I will tell you and just trust me on that statement. You know, over the years, um, having done it the wrong way and then and then some, and then also experiencing the right way, uh, you'll, you'll notice a huge, huge difference. Again, do I get that right all the time? Of course not. But at the same time, catch yourself, just acknowledge to perhaps just, just to consider um, focusing on the relationship, not the outcome. And I think you'll find the outcome will be much, much more positive over the next days, weeks and coming months. Anyway, that was just a video. That's uh, a video. Uh, that was just an interesting, uh, I hope, podcast that you might take something from. Uh, give it a go. Please let uh, let me know. Um, and take care all. Thanks for listening again. As I said, I just wanted to make sure this was a short podcast this time round. Could do lots more. Um, and um, take care. And hope to uh, to do more podcasts. And thanks for listening. Take care. Mr. Burgess? Yes, I made it five seconds in and I was thinking, oh, I've got to follow a few instructions, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Listen, we're live for anyone that's listening. We are we are live, so forgive the probably the first the first 20, 30 seconds. But uh, anyway, good to good to have you on, Steve. And you, my man. Listen, I just want to um if anyone that's listening, just to uh introduce you briefly so at least someone has anyone that's listening have got some idea as to who you are initially and obviously towards the end we'll give the ability for uh, anyone to be able to get hold of you and find where you are and stuff at the end is that yes. right mate? cool that's perfect all right cool so just to listen that, that obviously anyone that's listening have heard that it's uh, uh, Stephen Burgess but I just want to give an intro first of all Steve Burgess, handed in his notice March 2015 from corporate life, took the leap of faith into leading his own destiny, and fair to say, I think that's been a real roller coaster. Started in running various property companies, investing into property, running property events, to then eventually discovering his true calling, being Steve Burgess. Time, money, mindset, plan, execute, review, repeat, life and business coach. Makes as much money in a few months as he used to make in a four years' work and enjoys all the trimmings that come with that. Watches, cars, holidays, but loves sharing his purchases because he highlights and relent it highlights and the relentless and consistent effort that has to go into being able to buy them. But most important is fulfillment and doing what he truly loves, and that's time with his family. I introduce to you Steve Burgess. <laughs> Who is that man? Oh dear! I'm, I'm, can I connect with him? Uh, and and I said, I think I need some coaching. That that <laughs> that right there is. I've got goosebumps right now. And 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 let me explain. Um, all too often, what we don't do is reconnect with 
um, who we were, the situation we was in, and what we needed to do to get out of it. And I'll, ex- I'll give my version of my About Me in a second, but listening to that right there, genuinely have goosebumps because everybody's so interested in um, the outcome, the next get-rich-quick scheme. What do I need to do? Who do I need to be around? Can I invest in crypto? Can I invest in uh, Forex? Blah, 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 blah. And they don't take time to it, to look at who they are right now and what they need to do. Or if they've achieved anything or moved on from a position and everybody's starting point is different, they don't look back and think, you know, what was I doing then? What did I need to become? How did I do it? And give themselves a pat on the back. And so listening to that, I would recommend everybody. Um, and if, you're te- if you've got pen and paper out on listening to this podcast, then, then I applaud you. Um, make the note of write your own about me. And if it isn't what you want to achieve, now what are you going to do to change it? Um, so thank you very much, firstly, for that uh, introduction, Carl. But yeah, what would I add to that? Look, I went from putting bananas on a shelf in a supermarket, uh, in a supermarket job that I didn't want to be in, yeah. from feeling lost, from feeling overwhelmed. Um, Mrs. B was about to have our second child. And yeah. I'm like, is this, is this it? Like, what? What am I going to do? How am I going to change this? Because um, I didn't want to replicate some of the things that I didn't have as a young man growing up. Mm-hmm. And I needed to make a change. And the key in all of this was I decided, look, I, I, I was the common denominator in everything that I'd done so far. The results that I had, I was the common denominator. The way that I thought, the way that I acted, the behaviours, it was on me. Mm-hmm. And so until I changed that, Nothing was going to change. And so I embarked upon a journey to change how Steve Burgess woke up in the mornings, what he was thinking, who he associated with, the actions that he took, the behaviours that he displayed. Um, And until you accept and do something about that, nothing will change. You can hide behind every strategy that you could possibly think of. And there's a tonne load out of them, out out there. Uh, But... There's success in every single niche you could possibly think of. Network marketing, um, forex trading, all of the Avon, all of these lovely things. But there's also a lot of failure. The reason certain individuals win within that is because of the person that they are. And they didn't just jump on something to hide behind a strategy. And accepting that back in what we're kind of talking eight, nine years ago now, that's the biggest change that has made the biggest change. Well, that was good. That's a graphic right there, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that strange, though, that we've had no end of conversations over the years, Steve, about... Yeah. Um, because is it fair to say as well that so many of us try something that doesn't work? Yeah. Therefore, because it doesn't work, we say that we shouldn't go and do... We shouldn't go and try again. Yes, 100%. So, People the, take their previous... Um, look, so, so one of the things I think all of your listeners should take away from today is uh, and I've got three points written down in front of me I don't normally take notes but I've I got three action steps although I was going to mention them towards the end one of them is be prepared to make mistakes be prepared to learn daily and be prepared to go again a mistake isn't a failure unless you deem it a failure like how I deliver on this podcast could you say it was it was a mistake? Could you say I could have done better? Do I beat myself up when I get off of the podcast? Bloody, bloody, bloody. I just review where I'm at. What did I do well? What could I have done differently? That's what I'll do next time. I, I, I just never fail. And I know it's fluffy personal development type speak, but I just don't fail. What I do is I have an opportunity to get, get better. And do you know what? That, that kind of leads, <clears throat> just as we're on this point, it leads me on to... Um, I think sometimes it's quite quite good to um, to mention a quote that someone says or a message. And yep. in, your, in your case, I read one recently that you put up that, in fact, you've been saying this consistently for, for a long time. One of which, so I'll read out your quote. Yep. And it sums you up perfectly. And I think a lot of people can take a lot from it. <clears throat> I think, so this is the quote. You put, I change people's lives and I'm feeling bloody proud right now. We go <laughs> tomorrow. Yep. So for me, that sums you up a treat. 
But just explain that quote, Steve, because I think because the, the we go again tomorrow part, I yep. think is the, is the golden nugget, and also the fact that you're feeling proud of yourself as well. I just want to well, 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 let's think about what I said right at the beginning. It was it was all around accepting what you've done, being proud of it, recognizing what you could change, tweak, how you evolve, and then you go again. And so that. Uh, that was a, a kind of a one-liner that I put on a, on a Facebook post. Mm. The reason I posted that, and this is really important, um, there's a, one of my clients, he's currently on holiday in Portugal with his family. Mm. He sent me a thank you message, or, or a voice note. Yeah. And back in November, he sent me his last thousand pounds. He'd gone bankrupt uh, and he was in a, 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 bit of a, a bit of a pickle. Yeah. And he sent me his last thousand pounds. And I remember the first session, he had tears in his eyes. He was nervous. Everything but shaking with nerves. Um, that was in November. And where are we now? We're the end of May. He's now, I mean, he does have, he has, there was an opportunity to earn very good money. He's now um, paid down a shed load of debt and we're running into six figures. He's now purchased a Range Rover uh, vehicle. He's on holiday as we speak. He's planning for a wedding. Um, and he's, more importantly than that, he's he's now become the person that knows, actually, I've got it within me to do what I need to do. I'm not where I need to be. I accept all of what I had was uh, learning. Um, and when you've got someone that messages you in a voice note to say how proud they are of themselves because they sent you their last grand, and then that they've done the work and that they're, going on a holiday in, in, in you know it was, it was that night yeah and i thought you know what how proud am i that i've been a part of that i have my own coaching business and i, I you know do i do this for love kind of but do i do it for money absolutely um, and anyone that says different is lying yeah so so i have the benefit of being able to earn, earn an income from an income stream from a coaching business but the upside of the the ripple effect of what i do is massive Think about this individual's wife. Think about his children. Think about the people that he's impacting every day that he comes across. Um, and so that's why this business, it absolutely isn't a chore. It's a passion of mine and I'm able to monetize it. Isn't that really powerful? Like, <clears throat> you know, I was, I was only having a, um, a conversation with, and I think you and I spoke about this before, crikey, when we were on um, uh, life coach uh, mentorship together. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. There was, we talked about this before, that there, this particular subject I'm about to bring up is, is just sort of piggybacked on the back of what you just said. Yeah. Essentially, it's not just you that need to prove to yourself that you can that you believe in that what you can do is cap that you're capable of, of 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 doing things that you haven't in the past been able to achieve mm -hmm. but you've also got to um convince your partner now when i say convince i think this is a subject that's a very de difficult one and i think so many of us as businesses have uh, there's lots of small businesses for example that have stopped not gone bust but stopped because they've taken the uh the, the, they've listened too hard to their loved one because it's too uncertain so they're looking for certainty and the wife partner whatever is basically saying it's too it's, the, the risks are too great their friends are saying what well, i don't get what your husband or your wife is doing it's crazy they're not taking responsibility they're not taking life seriously and at the same time, so you've got your own inhibitions, past beliefs, things holding you back, practical things that hit your way that you've got to get through and navigate through, failures and mistakes, as well as your what you are kind of the rocky and the rocky moment and an Adrian moment where you want the you know you want Adrian to say go fight, yeah, that gives you the extra spunk to go and do it. The problem is you don't get that. So, let, so, Cole, let me explain my view on that. You've pre-framed that in a good way, but you used a word there that I completely, uh, I accept, and I did used to have that word in my mind, but now I completely disagree. And the word was convince. And yeah. So your podcast uh, is, is about relationships. Um, and here's the thing. The relationship has to start with you. If you are not 
working on your own relationship with yourself, um, you're fucked. Yeah. If you're only doing something to please somebody else, you're fucked. If your reason why is external of yourself only, you're fucked. Now, yeah. I used to think, so here's, let me give an example. I, I bought back in the day a kind of, when they had CDs and it wasn't audible or podcasts and stuff, I bought a CD set for 160 quid. And at the time, I didn't have 160 quid. And my missus went nuts. And she basically said to me, you, what are you going to do with that? And like in my head, I was going to take over the world. Um, and she said, I, 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 we could have used that money for something else. And she was she was right at the time. But I was in my head, I was trying to, trying to convince her. But I hadn't even convinced myself. And so what did I do with that CD set? Fuck all. So all I did was strengthen my uh, fears and insecurities, but I was also focused on um, trying to please her and convince her, which led me to mess it up even further. And that, that 160 pound CD set, if I use that as an analogy, it's been an absolutely uh, a wonderful tool to me to, for me to add noughts on the end of that 160 quid. If I accept that it's not about buying that CD set and I'm going to find myself at the end of a, you know, uh, a coaching program online. Mm. Actually, you need to get around the right people. I tried to blag it and do it for a CD set. But also, I didn't get the support that I needed. That took me off track. And I realized that my job wasn't to convince anybody. My job was to work on myself. So like now, I don't need to convince anybody. I'll show you what I can do. Yeah. And that goes right down to my my wife. You know, I, I love my wife. She's the best friend that I could ever have. She's Mary Poppins as a mum. She, she, you know, everything is, you know, perfect is not the right word because nobody's perfect. But I don't have to convince her. She now knows because I've shown her time and time and time again that he'll do what he said he would do. Most people don't do what they say they will do so then you have you find that you have to convince other people that you're going to make something of yourself but you can't even do what you said you would do whether that's get up at five o'clock in that morning whether that's stick to a calorie intake diet whether that's make uh, create a six-figure business um or, or right down to to the small things that are irrelevant but actually relevant relevant if we can do what we said we would do and in our own heads, we champion ourselves. We don't have to convince anybody. Like I could now, um, I launched a maintenance business uh, six weeks ago. I can't put a fucking shelf up. But if I'd have said to my wife, I was going to create a maintenance business, she would, she would have had something to say about it. So there's certain things that I don't say. I don't hide anything from her. But... Mm -hmm. I believe in myself, so I don't have to convince anybody. When they see the results, it's kind of that that snowball effect, the compound effect. You with me? Isn't it? This is this is so powerful because um, the narrative that you could tell yourself before you start that is, I can't put a fence up, I can't put a shelf up, I can't do DIY. I'm not that way inclined. Therefore, that's not the business that I should have. Reality is that's just a narrative you've told yourself. What does that mean? It means nothing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not I'm not the man on the ground that's gonna put the fence up. Um and and who has Steve Burgess become over the years? Um and can he do that? Am I interested in maintenance per se? Not really, but I saw an opportunity. I had business partners that, that I'm involved with, and actually I grabbed the opportunity and ran with it. The like, like you just said, the narrative of can I put a shelf up? Well, that's irrelevant, but that is, it's it's also relevant because it holds back 95% of people um, within the UK. That's mad. In, in fact, this, this, honestly, I'm, do you know what, it's, this is what's, by the way, for the sake of this podcast, Steve and I spoke just before we, we came on and um, we think it's really important and uh, I want to make sure this podcast is really unabridged. It's literally, I think we can all safely say that, we, Steve and I, weren't we, we were saying that sometimes you could have the best conversations with people that you're working with, business partners, customers, clients, whatever, even the problems, by the way. And um, if you could record it, 
and put it on a podcast. That's the gold. It's like you know, you don't want it to be too too structured because otherwise. You, but a hundred percent. I spoke to my wife a couple of days ago, and I said to her, "Oh, I'm I'm recording a podcast with Carl." Um, I said, "But I'm not quite sure." You know, we joked about the tech of it. And then I said, "But he's not sent me any questions." And as the words left my mouth, and I said to Mrs. B, "But actually, I don't need any questions because I've already got my own real, raw, and truthful answers." So um, a- anything that you ask me now, all I can do. If, if here's the thing back to relationships as long as I've built and grown the relationship with myself mm-hmm. I'm confident in the answer that I give you it might not be the answer someone else wants but that's not on me that's on them as long as it's my version of the answer based on experience based on my understanding of the world based on explaining how I qualify to deliver that answer how someone else takes it is, in, is on them not me so, so based on that, then what, what yeah. would you say are? I've got what's the main thing, but I'm going to say probably what's a couple of the main things that people change for their circumstance to be for the better. Oh, okay. Uh, I would say so. We'll uh, so I operate over three areas: personal development, business development, monetization. Ninety-nine percent of people come to me for monetization. And then it's secondary to that would be business development. And yet 99% of people that I work with, the area of need is personal development. So is we that, work on... Is, the, that, the, that, is that because if you do that bit, the other two become... Of the, course. The, exactly exactly the same reason I'm able to launch a maintenance business when I can't put a shelf up. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. And, and so here's the thing, Cole. Did I know I was going to answer it in that way? No, I can only answer it truthfully. If I was blagging a maintenance business and blagging stuff, I wouldn't be able to be as congruent as I am when you ask me that question. Mm-hmm. Like when someone says to me, oh, I only want to work on monetization, I, I kind of roll my eyes and think, yeah, we're going to end up on personal development because we always do. Um, and so y- your, your question was around a couple of things that people gain in most. Confidence is, is what people gain um, I'm not going to say quickly because there no, shouldn't be a time scale on it. It's different for everybody. Every one of my clients is more energized, has a stronger, more powerful aura um, than they had when they started with me. Every single one of them. Um, and, and that inner confidence, that energy, that aura, that ability to uh, be solution focused, progressive rather than regressive, that is that's all personal development and that's a, but that's a muscle that needs to be trained right that's not 150 150% 150% all day long it starts and ends with the person not the business strategy uh, you know think what is the example i gave uh, multi level marketing forex whatever there's yeah. success in all of that so what's the difference well the difference isn't the strategy it's the person behind it wow. there's many businesses within the last um, 12 to 14 months that have gone tits up. So why is it that within the, the you know the pandemic that we're um, we're going through and, and possibly exiting now, why is it that some businesses in the same industry in the same niche have collapsed and some haven't? They, I bet you, if you held them together, they provide the same service. And yes, it's got a little bit to do with how that business was structured, hence the three areas, personal development, business development, monetization. But it, it categorically is to do with the person behind it all. So so is that more, so that, that naturally brings on to the next question, but I won't come on to it in a minute because I'll stick, I'll stick with this point. I think it's important. But yeah. in terms of the... Um, By the way, this recording's all been done through phones, so it's, it's this is raw. This is people calling in all sorts. Um, okay, I wondered what happened there. Okay, yeah, someone's calling. Yeah, go on, fire that one away again, please, Carl. Uh, yeah. So what I was just going to say was um, even more to the point when it comes to um, when it's your own message. So rather than, and I know we talked about this before, you can easily clutch onto oh, someone selling a course on how to sell on Amazon, for example. So you're kind of clutching onto a strategy and that's where you're going to roll. 
Yeah. You bring that back and say, actually, this is to do with me. So Carl Spencer, Steve Burgess, me as a brand, I want to bring something to the market, whether it be business coaching or or monetize my time, my IP. Yeah. That's got even more probably resistance that comes with that, I would have thought. Because you're you're not hiding behind a strategy, are you? That's you. That's what that's what you're So so the, so uh I think let, let me I think to to answer the question that you said, yes, the industry that I'm well the coaching I have other businesses as well but the, the coaching business that I'm in that is even harder to get to market but you can't get to market there's a ton of coaches out there with uh, confidence for uh, I don't know loads of stuff yeah um but but actually is the person behind it is that are they that true message or are they doing it as an income stream sure. and if you're solely doing it as an income stream it will fail Sure. Um, yeah. Um, we're not on Dragon's Den here. I'm just telling you that my version of what I've seen of coaching like 200 um, clients. Yeah. If if you just do it, let's take Amazon. You said I've run an Amazon Amazon business, yeah. and I was fortunate enough to get out of that um, at break even. But I didn't get into it because I wanted to run an Amazon business. I got into it to. Uh, out of desperation to make some cash to change my life. Yeah, uh, and one of the products that I had was a was a uh, it was a little rectangular plastic thing with nodules on it that was like a dog comb, a pet groomer. Um, I don't even like animals, so is it a surprise that that didn't work? Um, and I wasn't the person that I needed to be. But do I value that experience a hundred and fifty percent? Do I feel blessed? that I was the individual that could get out of it at break even 150% I do but I as I said at the beginning it was that a mistake what did I learn from it how can I move on and then I and I'll move on to the next thing so powerful and I suppose that also on that what's the I guess what would you say is the biggest reason just off the back of that as to why people don't share their message consistently because they don't believe in it and then they haven't got the confidence in that message they're trying to convince other people as well wow because you see it all the time people come and go Um, yes yeah 100% the only reason I can show up and talk about my message is because I live and breathe it Um, I qualify I qualify to talk about creating six figure businesses I qualify to talk about taking an individual from an area that they or, or a situation in their life that they don't want to be in to then taking them to a place that they are happier with. Why? Because I've done it. If I, I could not get on this podcast and talk to someone about creating a seven figure business. That said, I'm working with seven figure clients and we're creating those businesses now, but it isn't mine. So you won't see me jumping on the bandwagon and talking about seven figures because it's not my seven figures yet. I haven't made a million pounds, so I won't talk about it. And in, in, in ha- having that level of confidence without, ha- without having to be ego egotistical and say, yeah, yeah, seven figures. No, I haven't made it, but that's cool. I will. I can talk to you about how I made multiple six figures and how I've changed as a person to be able to deliver that, how I've never been happier in my life, but also I still have shit days as well. Um, <laughs> And yeah. when you're open with that and you believe in your own message and you do it with confidence, you just don't talk shit and you haven't got to convince anybody. Uh, 95% of people might have switched off of this podcast already. But if there's 5% that have listened, taken notes and put one thing in, into action, I'm a happy man. And, yeah, and I suppose I was, I was, yeah, and I was watching a... Um, I was watching a uh, a video. In fact, I watched two videos recently. One was Steve Jobs doing his, a speech at, 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 at the university. Number two was watching Steve Bartlett interview uh, those of you who haven't don't see. Uh, I think his insights into a CEO, or I think that's what he's. Yeah. And he was interviewing Ant Middleton, obviously on you know the uh, the um, Navy. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yes, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And what was interesting is they were all saying the same message. Ultimately, unless you find what you love. That's not, it's not going to be powerful enough. Only that will be powerful enough to get you through the real dark days. And what about the question? question I I completely agree. Um, I completely agree with that. And I believe, I'm very fortunate that I thoroughly enjoy what I do. 
crikey, I've just got off a 30-minute call with an uh, an ex-client, and he said to me, I'm so grateful for your time. Um, I didn't want, I, I, I can't pay you, like, but I can do that 30 minutes. The time went really, really quickly. I delivered absolute value. Yeah. I will change that individual's life in the 30 minutes, but he didn't pay me. And if it, if I didn't love what I do, I wouldn't be prepared to do that. So that, so I agree with that point. However, yeah. there's too many people that you got to be real. Like, and if you wanna, if your passion is knitting, okay, that's cool. Now, monetize that. Who do you need to become to create the business around monetizing knitting? If that's your passion, mm-hmm. and you've got to do the real research and the legwork on how you're going to take that to market or your goal to fruition you can't just jump into something like it's going to be a even though it's your passion you're going to there's going to be challenges highs lows one day you're going to be wanting to quit the next day you're going to want to be over you're over the moon like just because you are going or you're on a journey to monetize your passion that doesn't make it easy in fact it's probably fucking harder yeah for sure but you'll have the the mindset the the conviction that you can keep going but it, it but it so what happens with that statement and and the the comments that you made from steve jobs and what have you they're i believe they're 100 spot on but we take from those what we fancy yes i'll monetize my passion yeah steve jobs said if you don't love what you do you're not going to be able to do it and so people just pick stuff that they love mm-hmm. but you've got to do the work on how you're going to get that to a level and you have to accept it's going to be fucking hard and then all of a sudden, what you thought you loved, you probably didn't. So is it fair to say in that instance then? So if you're, so in that instance where someone, uh, let's use that as an example, that, that someone loves knitting. So unless, yeah. so unless they've grown their network, i.e. their peer group, their people that are around them, that enable them to make that into a business, whether it be how do they monetize it, how do they get, whether they've got a, men's, a mentor that can help them through that. Whether they've got those components, it will just literally be them fumbling around and it will come and go. And... So the, you, you don't even need those components at the beginning. You don't need the network. You don't need the the a, anything. I would say mentor is probably the most important there. But it's not that you even need those first. You need to have a bit of a reality check on, yeah. on what it's going to take to monetize your passion. Because you, you can go and develop a network. You can go and develop the strategy around whatever the business looks like with yeah. the correct support what have you mm-hmm. but you have to accept that it's going to be fucking hard and you have to be prepared to do whatever it takes whilst being patient um and and if you haven't got the that level of uh, relentless action taking it's kind of mindset and you're not patient in what you do yeah when i launched my coaching business the first six weeks i took on a few clients, I believe you was one of them, right at the beginning, Carl. Yeah. And the, I think the, the cost, it was either free or a couple of hundred quid for a six-week program. Yeah, yeah. And then I went through a stage where um, I uh, I took on a lot of clients very quickly, and it was too much for me. I wasn't emotionally able to deal with that many clients at once. I was yeah. just a big sponge for everyone's problems, and I wasn't really equipped to deal with it. Yeah, that was four years ago. So in four years, I've I've now got myself to a position where I believe I'm just a baby in the coaching world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm able to change lives. I have a, I have a process that I go through. Uh, although it's bespoke to everybody, it's a it's a, it's a process that I go through, and I monetize that. Yeah. That's four years. Um, you know, I, I'm a black belt in martial arts. Um, that took me uh, kind of eight years to get to a black belt. It took a lot of pain. It took a lot of training seven days a week, etc., etc., etc. And and not many people are prepared these days to go through that length of time. And you could say I could do something quicker. It, and that's why if it's just about the money, what could you do quicker? Well done, you try that. But for me. It has. You have to be patient. You have to be prepared to work your socks off. You have to be prepared to make more mistakes. You have to be prepared to learn more. You go the extra mile. Um, you become the person that does what you said you would do. And there's no off button. Like I, I, I genuinely believe I will be a multi-millionaire, and I'm not even a millionaire yet. 
the only thing that's going to stop me is if I decide to quit. Because as long as I'm learning and I'm evolving, it's a fucking done deal. That it, it just it's happening. It's just if I bail and and I'm just not that dude that bails. So I have a swagger when I walk around, um, you know, the area that I live, or when I go into a business meeting. That it's done. It it just is done because I'm not the person that's going to quit. And so for that reason, it's just happening. So just on that, I, I mm-hmm. guess. So, uh, I mean, for those of you on, on, that are listening to this, I've got a property development company as, um, and that builds houses and flats and things. And I've got to say, just it, uh, the reason I mention that is from a business point of view, no different to, to, to coaching in terms of the time. If anyone goes into any business thinking, um, I think in any form of commercial role, to be honest, even if you're, you're employed, I think the, the purposes are the same. If you're going to go in and think this is going to be an overnight success and we're going to make money on the first or two, you, you're living in a dream world. I think- yes, a hundred percent. By all means, like my missus thinks I'm nuts when when I say to her, I'm going to I'm going to create a business and I'm going to this is what I'm going to do. Mm. <laughs> and the standard reply is, well, most businesses don't make money in the first year you'll expect to make money in the second. And I say to my wife, with all respect, love, you have a job. And so far, every single business I've created has made money. And so that whole mindset of most businesses don't make uh, cash and profit in a year, it just isn't even in my head. Yeah. And, And so there's an element of me an element of that you have to be positive and progressive and think about what you can do but you also have to be realistic to your point that if you're expecting to be an overnight success from one property in your business um you and or or you've put everything on red because that's the the crown jewels and that one unit or or block that you build for them you just never know what's going to happen um and that's why so many people lose money they do gain money, but Bitcoin, look at Bitcoin or crypto. Like, like I, I haven't put anything in that. I'm not a financial advisor, but from my own personal opinion, the stress of that up and putting your life savings on a, on a cryptocurrency and then you're fucked when it takes a dip. Well, do you know what? I'd rather do the work on me and create a sustainable income, become the asset myself first and then work on creating other assets. That, that right there, <laughs> if you, if we could take a snapshot or like a very short audio recording, for me, I would take that recording right there and promote it because that, that I think is the, the that's the magic, right? Uh, um, and, uh, but I've got, I just want to make sure for the sake of time, we've been 35 minutes. I've just got a few more questions, mate. Cool. So I just want to get these, these in. Yeah. Uh, some practical tips on how to build a business some practical tips on how to build a business um we've already spoke about the uh, doing what you love doing you you have to have a passion for it but i suppose from a practical point of view you've got to go and do your research what qualifies you to get involved in that business what uh, what is the, what are the competition doing what are they doing well what are they doing bad um, what do you think you can do that would give you an edge on that business? What's your USP? Unless you've done that groundwork, you're, there's there's no business or service to be had. So I would say that's your starting point. Yeah. Um, next, I'd say the people that you're around. Uh, if you're going it alone, that's gonna that's gonna be tough. Are you around fellow uh, business owners in that industry? Have you got any support with? from anybody that uh, even from a personal development point of view or a business development point of view a sounding block because if you go into a business and even if you've done the groundwork on why you qualify to offer it and what the market looks like you're going to come up against challenges if you if you if you've got people around you that aren't supportive you're going to be second guessing yourself 24/7 yeah and you're going to bail before you even go to market um, and so the, the intricacies of how you set up that business is, is you know, they're, they're so varied. It's, it's, you know, do you do it online? Do you do it in the high street? What's the product? Blah, 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 blah. They're, they're so varied. It would, it's unique to the individual. 
But I think unless you've done the foundational work on you, what qualifies you to do it, what the marketplace looks like, what service you want to offer, the, the monetary return, the investment that you're prepared to put in, all of that stuff, unless you've done that and you've got a level of support around you, you're going to find it exceptionally hard. It isn't just buying a course online or going to a weekend event and then you're going to be a business owner. Absolutely fucking not. So in reality, it's let's be honest, it's not the answer that most people want. People want step one to step five. That's what you do. Fundamentally, unless you're building your own personal foundation individually, internally, you're, you ain't ever going to get to stage one. 100%. You mentioned time, money, mindset at the beginning. And that was that was the kind of the business, the strap line that I created at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And what I realized was that um, it wasn't around, it wasn't about the time. It wasn't about the money. and But people's growth was absolutely everything to do with the mindset. So what I then uh, created a coaching business called uh, The Truth. And what you just said there is what our answer and the conversation that we're having is not what people want to hear, but, <laughs> but it's the truth. And I just, and I thought, you know what? As long as I can show up every day and I'm real and I'm honest, I'm transparent, I'm congruent, and I speak my version of the truth, I actually can't get it wrong. Because tomorrow I would have learned something new. And my version of the truth, it can change, but it, it, at the core with my values and my, you know, my kind of USP, I just speak the truth. And so you you might want steps one to five to create a business, but it might be that you need step one and step three, and then you go back to step two. It's bespoke to the individual. Yeah. And, and that's the one reason why, I, you know, I, I see lots of people do uh, kind of group coaching, and, and I do offer a group coaching package, but it has a large element of one-to-one in it because not everybody's the same. And so people go into things and they want a sausage factory process to follow without understanding that it's them that is the value. And step one to five is a framework, but it isn't It isn't the the, the Bible. It isn't the, the gospel that's got to be there because you're going to have to deviate from that. You're going to have things that other people haven't. There's going to be challenges, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and, and that's the truth. And so when a client comes to me and says they want A, B and C and this is where they're at, I just have to give them the truth. I, I, I've turned away more clients than I've taken on yeah. because you're deluded. And so what will happen is you end up paying me for a service. I'll tell you what I believe to be the truth. You won't like it and you'll ask for a refund. And, and, and the truth is that is why I'm like I am um, both in person and on social media because I repel a lot of people but I only attract those that are at a point where they they're prepared to accept the truth they're prepared to do the work on themselves yeah the the outcome is massive but most people aren't prepared to go through the the challenges and the pain to get to that outcome they want the easy route and there isn't one so so what so what's the biggest um so what are the main traits then steve because obviously uh, i've just got this question one more by the way just to yeah cool uh, in terms of um what are the main traits that separate those that have been successful and those that in effect i say haven't but have given up okay uh to be coachable needs to be a you need to be coachable you need to be open open to learn both from your own mistakes and from the experiences and the value from others. That that without that, you're just paying for a fee, uh, for a service from a, a coach or a mentor, and actually you're banking on just paying that exchange of payment to become the answer, and it isn't. So so you need to be coachable. Um, a trait that the clients that I've had that have come out the other is that they're relentless and it you know this hustle hard and uh, you've got to be on the go 24 7 I I don't buy into that completely but you've got to make sure that you're doing what's required when it's required not when you fancy and and if, if you're prepared to be coachable and you're relentless with your behaviors um Actually, just those two, you'll see a change. Wow. Does that, 
does just, I mean it's not it's not even it, it, if you're relentless with how you show up every day and you also understand you're going to fuck it up you're going to learn you're going to make progress but you're relentless the next day those two things just on their own will change uh, certain elements of your life and your business it's it's so um simple yeah. It, 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 we overcomplicate the living daylights out of it to make ourselves feel like we're doing something or making progress. The truth is, it's simple. So, is it because it's if it's simple not to do, you don't do it? Yes. Like, uh, I, I have um, one of my clients came to me and he sent he sent me an email and on paper, uh, well, he's he's a multimillionaire. And he sent me this email through with what he needed. And he put a few of his achievements, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at this email and I chuckled to myself because if he'd have sent that, if I'd have received that email four years ago, I categorically would have shit myself. How do I qualify to coach this person? How has he come to me? No, this has gone, this shouldn't be in my inbox, blah, blah, blah. I would have doubted the whole thing. And the truth is, that outside of the finances that that this was in this email and some of the things that this individual had done, I, I replied on email. I said, you lack confidence. And I didn't put much else on it. I said, this is what it's cost. This is what we're going to do. Blah, blah, blah. And he came back to me and said, no one has ever said that to me before. And you know what? You're absolutely right. But I can only reply that way because I'm confident in what I bring to the world. Instead of getting focused on the fact that this individual has more money than I do, he's come to me for a reason. What is that reason? How can I help that person? And 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 you, the change in this individual in twelve weeks it actually gives me goosebumps as I speak. But 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 also at the same time though, uh, Steve, that you come from a place where you've got no narrative. What I'm saying is that you're self-aware as to how you communicate. Clearly, yeah. that's that, that's that's evident. But mm-hmm. at the same time. You're not going, if he doesn't reply back, who goes? Yes, and so so here's the thing. Um, you know, um, I, I, I could I could I could have done two things, right? One one is what I did, and mm. but the other one I could have looked and thought, right, this guy's got a lot of cash. How can I make this work for me? Yeah. How much money can I charge him? Has he seen my packages on my website? Should right. I put another note on the end? Yeah. And if you operate in that space, you're doomed. Yeah. Uh, and because I'm not desperate for uh, money, or I'm not desperate for new clients, or I'm not desperate to be a people pleaser, or to convince anybody that what I do is right and legit and is going to work. I'm not desperate to do that, but I do it out of desperation. And and I know I could help that individual when he wrote to me, and and I'm not desperate to uh, uh, take you know, ridiculous amounts of cash or or take the piss. It needs to be a congruent relationship that we have. Um, and and I, so I do it out of desperation to help that individual. Yes, I make money. But if, and if you operate that way every day and you believe in yourself, you back it up with the relevant work ethic and you keep things simple but truthful, constantly evaluating and evolving, well, the, the outcome you desire is coming. And I suppose if you've got that men, if you've got that sort of um, emotional foundation, confidence foundation built correctly at the start, yep. don't then start with your pants falling down and charging whatever you charge or charge too little and trying to trying to make them feel happy to get the client. You start yes. from a, you, you're working with someone like yourself or let's take that out of the equation for the moment but just the fundamental of building yourself at the beginning will yes. give a greater chance of success much sooner 100% yeah. the foundations are where you start and if you're not if you haven't dealt with that then you need to deal with that first and that's yeah. I think I said before too many people pay money for a weekend course a mentor a coach whatever it is and they think that that's the answer it's not it's you're the answer are you the financial transaction of paying for that service is not even step one you have to as i said you have to be coachable and open to it and then you've got to be relentless with that growth and i'm still in that well i will always be in that growth cycle myself so once i accept that it's good (laughs) i'm gonna be a multi-millionaire i know i won't bail um, I know I'll pull the trigger on opportunities even when they scare the living shit out of me. Yeah. I know I'm the man that's going to back it up and um, and do what's required. 
yes, you do your due diligence and your research and all of that stuff, but I, I wouldn't allow myself to hold myself back through an, an emotion of fear, an emotion of being judged, an emotion of overwhelm, because I can't lose. I can just learn and move on. Right, absolutely. Um, and, it, and, and, and to the truth is, if I operate that way, it's congruent mm. when I speak to clients that way. Yeah, it, it, but you but you can tell it, this is this is complete unabridged authenticity. So yes. If, if, you, if you're there, it's it's you can tell you this is extremely powerful. Yes. Uh, mate, last question: um, What relationships have had the biggest impact on you, and why? Ah, so. Um, two, I would probably have to mention my wife first. Um, and I say that a bit tongue in cheek, but has she made the biggest impact on me as a person for what I do in business? And no, but it would be rude if I didn't mention my wife. She's, she's foundational to uh, kind of where I'm going. Um, the, the, you say two people, but I'm going to add in some more. Um, one of them, probably most importantly, would be my previous uh, mentor. I worked with that individual for uh, four years and everything that we did kind of it, it's it, I've evolved as a person based on what we did over the last four years. Now, I don't work with that individual anymore because I believe I'd outgrown this. Um, I'd outgrown that level of support. Uh, you know, it wasn't what I was requiring for where I was in that journey. Um, yeah. And it's, it, it was, you know, it's a, having a mentor, you need to build a, a relationship with that person, but it's still a business transaction. And once it, the, the kind of waters are muddied and it might be just become a friendship and you're not actually getting out of it what you need to get the outcome that you originally want, then you need to make some tough decisions and do you stay, do you go, how does it work, how does it evolve? Mm-hmm. And so I decided I did, although I would, I've mentioned that person, it, it isn't for me right now, but I fully value and respect the person that I've become under that individual's mentorship. Yeah. And the reason I said I wanted to mention some other people or individuals is because you, you alluded to it. We've done some personal development stuff together. Yeah. Those individuals that I've worked with previously, they've also been pivotal to the person Steve is on, the, on this podcast right now. Yeah. Did I believe that at the time? Probably not. Do I believe it now? Absolutely. And, uh, you, you know, it's about joining the dots looking backwards. But at the time... I may have even been a little bit um, disgruntled that I paid for a service when I didn't get what I wanted. Well, was it that I didn't get the service or was I, as I said, not coachable? Did I think paying for that transaction was going to get me the result instead of the work that I needed to do, to do on me? And so when I say those words mm. earlier on and then you've asked me that question, every single person that I've paid to work with has been uh, pivotal to who Steve is standing here um in particular the individual i worked with for the last four years uh, and now i don't have right now i do not have a mentor or a coach and i've taken some time to think about what steve wants next yeah. who does he need to become to get what he wants next and so i won't rush into those things um but absolutely that would be one of my next big investments isn't it incredible that um the whole purpose of you know the relationship entrepreneur is is um, it, it's 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 very easy for people to go. Oh, that means you're quite not you. Generally, that term mm-hmm. can be this can be quite fluffy. It's going to be a bit woo, a bit a bit, a bit uh, self development, personal yep. development. Yep. Yoga. Um, it, it's it's quite the opposite. And the reality- I, I, of course it is. Of course, you ask any one of my clients, existing or previous. Is it, am I easy to work with? No. Do I just give you the truth? Yes. Do I develop you as a person? Yes. Is yeah. it personal development? Yes. Do yeah. we make personal development pay? Yes. It's not pretty. If it's pretty and it's comfortable, it's a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's like any business, though, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's it's like unlike any other business. It's just there's so much emotion uh, wrapped around it, and so many people are very 
quick to judge, certainly on social media. And I think of, that- of course, I think the I think, um, and I've been there myself. But yeah. for those individuals that do judge, they'll judge consciously, but unconsciously, they know that they need it, but they just won't connect and they won't pull the trigger. Like, let's take, for example, the individual I worked with for four years. I was watching him on a video and I was looking at him and I, and I resonated with some of the things that he said. But I was looking at him thinking, this guy's a dog. Like, he doesn't hold anything back. I've, I've done the high-fiving uh, uh, naked affirmations in the mirror, drinking lemon water in the morning. But this bloke doesn't pull any punches. And I know that he'd take me to a place where I'd be scared. He'd tell me the truth. I need that man in my life. So immediately I messaged him, how much does it cost? What's it going to look like? And within five minutes, I paid for it. I was nervous. I shit myself. But actually that was what was required. So until you get to that point where you do what you need and you work with who you need to instead of who you fancy and who you like to work with. So true. You're never going to win. Like it's no good going to an individual that you feel, oh, it's great. I'm aligned with you. And and actually I feel nice. That's just an expensive flaming friend. (laughs) But isn't this, but isn't this, um, isn't this true to say with, you know, business partners, you know, uh, you know, attracting people around you that that potentially help, will help you row your boat. I think that this, it's wrapped around similar I think a lot of us do it. You go to what's comfortable and ultimately the result is always the same. It has been in my experience. Yes. It, yes. It never, ever, ever works out. No, it, you, it, it just it just doesn't. doesn't. Um, it doesn't matter whether it's a coaching relationship, whether it's a business relationship, yeah. whether it's what you do in property, whatever it is. Yeah. If it's comfortable and nice and it just isn't going to work. Myself yeah. and, 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 and my business partner, and I won't name him on here, but... We regularly have heated discussions. For example, uh, yesterday, day before, I arranged a meeting with him and a couple of senior people in the business. And his PA was visually anxious before the meeting. Mm-hmm. And she was worried about what was going to go ahead. And I, I said to her, look, you've made, you've made this in your head more than what it's going to be. Is there going to be some heated conversations? Yes. Are we going to leave that door after 60 minutes of having this meeting, having made progress? Yes. But if we don't have these conversations, no good is coming out of it. Was it comfortable? No. Did it need to happen? Yes. Have we moved on? Yes. And then it's no surprise to me that the day afterwards, we, we've, we're probably at our best day this week in, in business. So you, you've got to be prepared to do that. The business and entrepreneurship and the laptop lifestyle is all of that fluff that everyone thinks it is. And I'm drinking a bloody coconut daiquiri on the beach and it's all <laughs> fluffy. Yeah. It isn't. Uh, uh, but that's based on my experience and who I've worked with. Yeah, mate. Honestly, there's, there's, there's so many truth bombs have been delivered on this podcast, mate. It's unreal. Fantastic. And, uh, listen, I, I think um, what you and I said, who knew how long we'd do this for? I think, mate, we could probably be on here for a good couple of hours and chew the fat, but yeah, uh, look, I, I think this this probably, if that's cool with you, man, I think we should probably bring this to to a halt. Um, yep. But um, just so people know how to get hold of you, Steve. What's I mean, yep. I've got, obviously you've got your website, your Facebook page, but what, what's the best way for people to get hold of you? Well, so so my website is steveburgess.com. Um, on there, you'll be able to go to my Instagram page, which is Steve Burgess Coach. Um, you'll find my business Facebook page on there. Uh, Facebook is just Steve Burgess. Um, yeah, based off of that link and that website, you'll find everything that you need to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I kind of I've written down here. What can I do for Cole's audience? And I like there's so many people that want to a podcast and say, look. What, what's the call to action? What's the upsell? What's all of that? And yeah, I get it. I, I'm in business. But I've literally just made a note to myself that I would uh, happily coach uh, for 15 minutes on a phone call um, and we'll have a pre-call questionnaire sent to the individual um, for 10 people. Totally free. Uh, but before we get on the call, we would establish why they wanted the call, what it is that they're looking to achieve blah 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 um, and then we jump on the phone call that makes that 15 minutes really powerful there's no obligation um, we would probably connect on social media um, you'd have a look at my website what you do after that is on you 
Um, right. And I, I, I would not. There's, there's, there's just no upsell. Um, it's on the individual because, as I said to somebody last night, you, you, you can't take. You can take the donkey to water. You can't make it drink. And so I only want to work with aligned people that are going to pull the trigger. So all of this upsell and forcing down a funnel to take money off of people, it, it, I, I don't. I'm not interested in that. I want to work with people that want to win. And just just on that, um, I've got people listening to, uh, and thank you for all the, this podcast. People in Croatia, Italy, America, all over the globe. So um, what? This is like something that they can connect to you remotely. I assume. That's yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the last 12 to 14 months has shown us that you have to be able to operate in that way. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this this applies to everybody. My experience of coaching individuals, um, I coached one guy in Australia. That obviously that was remote, um, but the rest of my clients face to face have been in the UK. But that coaching call with a pre-coaching questionnaire sent out to them before for 10 individuals applies to anybody on the planet amazing and just just for just to, to be clear steve burgess and his surname's b-u-r-g-e-s-s.com steveburgess.com steve also his facebook page cool dude pink top shades that's steve yeah. burgess <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> Steve, Steve, mate, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so, so much. And I hope that we can uh, we can do some more stuff together, Steve. And, uh... Uh, and and Carl, it's been a pleasure being on here. Not to drop you in the shit, but I'm about to sign up and do another free piece. So I'll give you a call at some other oh, point no, and, and I'll see you on that. Because the last time that we did that, um, it was a genuine struggle. So I think it would be funny to go on that again. It's going to be the opposite way around now. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. thank you very much for having me Um, I hope you found it useful 100% you take care pal thanks mate see you soon bye